Welcome to Archie and Me, an Archie Comics podcast. I'm Brandon. And I'm Josh. And today we're here at Pops talking about the 2017 one-shot and miniseries, The Archies. Woo! By Alex Segura, Matt Rosenberg, Joe Eisma, Matt Herms, and Jack Morelli. Woo! Great team. Great creative team. This uh, We've already gotten two woos, so... I know. Already two. <laughs> this, this episode started great. And uh, it started out, as we said, like, as a one-shot. And then it was a eight-issue... Eight issue miniseries collected in two paperbacks, volume one and volume two. And this explores the Archies, a band. So, this is something that's been going on for a long time, but this is the modern iteration, kind of around that time when they were doing the big reboot. So, the band, the Archies, appeared in the comics first, but is popularized in the TV show, The Archie Show. And they even had their own hits and stuff on radio, for example, Sugar Sugar. So it kind of ex- this is the time where Archie Comics I think was trying to you know expand beyond the comic book. We had the animated show, then they were really making so- recording songs. Yeah, and and overall it was really successful for them. I mean, they really kind of figured out a way into the zeitgeist at the time and um you know, it's still one of my favorite little bits of trivia that surprises people is the fact that Sugar Sugar was done by the Archies. Like I think feel like everybody's heard that song before, but they'd Maybe as there's so much time has passed, they've kind of stopped making the connection between that and Archie. Yeah, I was listening to someone talk about how uh, if once you reach a pat, once you reach a certain age, depending on how old you are right now, you think the '70s is 30 years ago forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely was not 30 years ago. <laughs> oh no, no. And uh, also, I mean, Sugar Sugar, that was a huge song too. Like, I mean, it was like I I don't know where it eventually you know rested on you know, billboard or anything like that. But this was a, I mean, obviously people still hear know it of it today, but the fact that one of the biggest hits of, of, of that time was from a cartoon show is pretty cool. It's also in every late night compilation, music compilation advertisement that I would see when I was a child. Oh yeah. They're trying to sell you like a five CD set. Oh my gosh. Those were great. Where, where the titles of the songs would scroll and then the one that was highlighted would be the one you would hear. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, that brought back some memories. <laughs> uh, Brandon, have you seen the Archies appear in Riverdale? I know you haven't watched the whole thing, but did you see them appear in Riverdale? Yeah, I mean, you know, Archie, Archie, either as a solo musician or leading a band, is definitely throughout the entire Riverdale uh, series. And sometimes he's solo. Sometimes he wants to. I, there was a while he was working with the Pussycats, so he, you know, he definitely. Um, Music is a big part of the show, for sure. Oh, I'm gonna have to check this out. The show one day. I've heard, you know, I've heard good <laughs> things about it. I, we like it. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> so this miniseries was co-written by Alex Segura and Matt Rosenberg, and you can just tell their love of music throughout the whole thing. Oh yeah, we get lots of uh, cool band T-shirts, and even Reggie's wearing some shirts that I'm like, "You're into the Gorillas, okay, Reggie? Sorry, go ahead, Reggie." <laughs> And we get to see them as touring musicians. We get to see the life as a musician on the road. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, one of the great sort of um, angles that the series has once you get a few issues in is that um, they write 
uh, real world artists, real world musicians as guest stars in the issues. So I think the wasn't the first one. Um, it was the uh, it was the church. It was churches. The band. Okay. Yes. Guest mm-hmm. star. It was like issue three or something. But no, we, we get guest appearances in this in this series from Tegan and Sarah, from Blondie, the monkeys, the monkeys, uh, <laughs> in a great dream that that Archie has. Yeah, I can't forget the monkeys. So like, not only do you get these big guest stars of real musicians that are you know drawn and written into the series, but like you're saying, they also get so many little Easter eggs. One thing I appreciated in the paperback, um, particularly for volume two, is at the end of the paperback collection, it like shows all the little Easter eggs maybe you missed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm, like all the little details they put in for sure. Yeah, like band stickers or like, you know, the name of the band like kind of somewhere on the page and stuff like that. So there, you could tell that this, is, that this series, like you said, is made with a lot of fun. I also have to just mention how versatile Joe Eisma is. You know, we've read a bunch of his horror stuff, but it's really cool seeing him draw this more, you know, regular Archie world book and just adapting his style so well. Because, uh, uh, again, like we talked a little bit about, you know, in our own conversations, just how hard it is to have to draw instruments and amps and drum sets. Just the, all the little details you have to put in to make them fit the world is, is a challenge. And he does such a great job with it. Oh, yeah, totally. And also, you know, music, <laughs> music is not a it's an, it's an it's an audio medium. Right. And so if you're doing a comic book, that's all about people playing music. I think you have to be really good at at conveying that through this medium. And I mean, the, the team kills it on that. And I think the art does a really good job of portraying the, the energy of music without obviously being able to, to, to do it in that medium. But I will say another cool thing in the collections is that at the end of the collection, the creative team has put together Spotify playlists of songs that either they were listening to while they were creating the series or songs that maybe they think the Archie band kind of sounds like. And so that was really fun too, to kind of like get a picture of like, what, what kind of music do the creators like too? I have to jump in and talk about since, you know, I'm a music teacher, um, yes. something that I'm very particular about. And when people draw music notes is there's a certain way you're supposed to draw stems of music notes, <laughs> like the line that connects to them, depending on if they're up or down, they're supposed to be on a certain side. Mm-hmm. And it really bugs me when artists do it the wrong way. But uh, Joe Eisman, he did it right. He did oh, it right, that's cool. It like, uh, but again, and you know, is it such? Does anyone else notice <laughs> except for people who read music? I don't. I don't think so. And I'm sure sometimes it's just fun to draw it the wrong way. You know, you just want yeah, it yeah. to fit the the art. But you know, I, I was paying attention. I was looking out for it. I was looking out for it. Well, I mean, it just goes to show you the attention to detail, and I, I do think that the best creators have that urge to have good attention to detail. So we're going to jump into the story a little bit in this one shot in the miniseries. So we'll, there'll be some spoilers for sure. But uh, you should already gone out and picked it up because it's so much fun. In the first story, we kind of have Archie wanting to start a band. He wants to play music and he feels like he can't really get it across. And Jughead, such a supporting friend, was like, let's start a band. <laughs> but again, Jughead already could play the drums, right? I like that he's like, let's start a band and everyone they know already can play uh, right, instruments because right. they all take lessons together. Yep. <laughs> and you get a bingo cameo, which, you know, someone we were like, who's bingo? Who's bingo? Now he's all over the place. And we just obviously hadn't read enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stuff. 
well, we've been we've been reading a lot of music related Archie lately, and Bingo keeps popping up, and I'm like, oh, that's where Bingo's been. That's that was my blind spot. Yeah, uh-huh. and the Jughead werewolf, you know, lineage. And we, we should we should make a little plug here to say that there's a that there's a cool looking Bingo music related horror comic coming up. Oh that yeah, that Welkin boy. We're both excited about that. Definitely gonna talk about that on the show. I love that Robert Hack the Robert Hack covers. Oh, so good, uh, so good. The record, the record skull. Speaking of covers, I know I know we started talking about the story, but I just want to. I want to put a pin on this real quick and just say that Greg Smallwood did most of the covers for this this Archie's miniseries, and we both love Greg Smallwood so much, and these these covers delivered. If someone wants to send me that Blondie cover that he does, <laughs> uh, it's when I'm obsessed with that cover. I was texting Brandon about it last night. Uh, just send it to me, please. I'll, <laughs> I'll get a tattoo on my body. But like like you're saying, they. They go on tour. They have their ups and downs. Um, can, can we rewind and talk about the one shot? Oh, specific please. A little bit. Please. I just want to mention. So, you know, they, they have auditions for the band. Uh, and again, everyone they know plays instruments. Right? <laughs> but I love there's a long line of people who show up to audition. And there's some people you just see. You're like, you're not getting in. The, there's a guy with the upright bass and there's a saxophone <laughs> player. It's just funny seeing all the different instruments that are definitely not uh, traditionally rock band instruments waiting to get in to audition. And what did they ask him to audition with? Well, well you, see, you see them playing with the Archies, so maybe they have to play songs that Archie wrote. <laughs> Which, again, requires a lot of, <laughs> of musician, you know, musical knowledge to just jump in and play along with someone's <laughs> song that they wrote. Right. Well, we, well, also, we've got Moose on the Triangle, too. So oh, okay. He, I bet he killed it. He should, yeah. I, you know what? I think they should have brought him along on tour. Maybe Midge didn't want him to go. <laughs> I love to, um, somebody auditions with a flute and uh, you get the music notes, but one of them looks <laughs> really scribbly. I'm guessing <laughs> they're not playing well. I don't know. So by the end of the one shot, of course, you know, Betty and Veronica joined the band with Reggie and Jughead on drums. And what I really loved about the end of the one shot was that they, this is what I love about Riverdale is that it says, by all accounts, it wasn't that great of a show, but they love what they accomplished. You know, I I just love that, you know, friendship moment. Yeah. Like, like their goal in the one shot was to just be a band and they achieved that goal. Warms my heart. (laughs) And of course they celebrate at Pops, we should say. He's like, thanks for not playing here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the, after the one shot, the miniseries starts with them. You know, doing your typical band stuff. They're trying to get gigs. They're trying to start a tour. At one point, they try to create some merch. <laughs> it doesn't go so well. Uh, Veronica at the beginning is footing the bill for all this, as you would as you would imagine. But then, pretty early on in the miniseries, she is cut off from her dad. I know we don't even get that. We don't get that backstory of what the you know her dad's always cutting off her credit cards. Yeah, yeah. In traditional Archie fashion. So after that, they have to start slumming it, and they have to like the the uh, the, the van that breaks down and the, the crappy hotel rooms and everything. So you get that kind of fun, you know, uh, on tour, no money kind of um, plot going on. Which is so it's such a real thing. I've I've been on tour very little, but I have done some touring in bands, and it wasn't fun to me. <laughs> it yeah. was not fun. The camaraderie could not make up for the like. Are we going to stay at this random campground? Are we going to sleep in our car in a Walmart parking lot? Are we going to unload our stuff? It's going to take an hour. Then we have to wait three hours till the show starts. And then five people showed up. Then you got to pack it all up and you got to drive to somewhere else. (laughs) But not for me. It was not for me. No, no. I mean, I've seen the movie Green Room. I know how bad it can get. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it's everyone's experience. Yeah. Partner. Is that the average touring experience? Yeah. Maybe just turn it down a few notches. <laughs> but I do I do love that you get to see the ups and downs of being in a band in the story. I do feel like it's a little quick sometimes where we get one issue where everyone thinks Archies are fantastic and we get one issue where everyone's like they're terrible. <laughs> Uh, but that's how a miniseries goes. You know, you got you got a lot of ground to cover. But I I do love to see, you get to see him struggle with, you know, Archie wrote the songs to begin with. But once you start a band, it becomes more about just you. And I feel like that is such a real struggle with bands of like, is it the person who wrote the songs band? Do you write songs together? Yeah. Um, that's uh, like some real relationship stuff that you have to figure out. Oh, for sure. And, you know, immediately we dive into that subject by, you know, because Betty is a really good songwriter in her own right. And so she creates, she creates a song that she wants to sing. And that kind of becomes a bit of a plot point. And um, Archie uh, sort of learns to be really supportive of that. And also, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of learning in the series. And a lot of the learning comes from the guest stars. Yeah, they're um, there to teach them some lessons. Yeah, that a lot of times when, when they meet a famous musician, that famous musician will impart some wisdom. As, you know, you're one to do if you're a famous musician and meet some people who are <laughs> struggling. Except except for the monkeys issue, which is really just about fighting robots and, and, um, and apes. Yes, yes. <laughs> which I love. That was great. So that, yeah, the monkeys issue is, again, it's such, it's such, it's so steeped in the lore of Archie uh, that... You can enjoy it on its own, but it's also has so much step to it. If you know that the Monkeys TV show, which I watched on Nick at Night some, <laughs> <laughs> the producer for the that band, the Monkeys, was the producer of the Archie's music. For example, Sugar Sugar was originally, I think, pitched to be a Monkey song. And I don't, this is one of those things where like, is it rumor? Is it true? But it was originally pitched to be a Monkey song and they passed on it because they were having some music squabbles of their own and it became a big hit for the archies which it, if you listen to sugar sugar it sounds like the monkeys oh yeah totally and i didn't know until you actually told me this i didn't even realize that the monkeys started as a tv show first mm. i just kind of always assumed that the monkeys was a band that then was made into a tv show yeah and there were always gorillas showing up on that show too so it's... I, I never watched it and i have no connection to it so yeah so so yeah did you enjoy this Without having all that knowledge, the story. The oh yeah, story. no, it was so much fun, yeah. and and you know this is a grounded series. So the way they did this is that Archie is knocked out, and he has this dream where he meets the monkeys, and both literally and figuratively meets monkeys, and there's a robot involved and everything, and and at one point he dons the pure heart superhero outfit. Yeah, and Veronica's is like, I don't know if I like my outfit. <laughs> so I, I love that issue. It was a, it was a it was a ton of fun. There's a really good joke where Jughead is, uh, he says, this food tastes old. (laughs) (laughs) Jughead always, throughout the series, every time they meet a famous musician, Jughead is usually more interested in whatever food is in the room than the musician. (laughs) Mm -hmm, For sure. He also, uh, I think it's in the one shot or the first issue, he definitely gets a concussion and like no one really cares. (laughs) Like he definitely (laughs) hurts his head really badly. (laughs) Did you have a favorite... Uh, musician, real musician guest issue? Uh, I mean, I'd, just because I love Blondie so much, you know, mm-hmm. out of these musicians, that's probably my favorite one is Blondie. And I think she's so iconic that just seeing her show up. And again, that Greg Smallwood cover. So good. And I love that 
the, the Archie, they're going to produce their first record, which, first of all, wow, what a gift. What a <laughs> Seriously. Gift. Um, they're like, they get it together. You know, they're worried Jughead's not going to show up because he kind of quits the band for a second. And he does show up. And they're playing it like, this does sound good, but it's missing something. Us. <laughs> and they, ju- <laughs> they jump into play too, which is, <laughs> which is such a funny thing. That is such a funny um, real world thing that you have to skip in storytelling where it's like bands having to rehearse, right? Oh, yeah. Like before Betty goes on to play her song, she's just like, Archie, the song is these four chords. <laughs> and it goes like this. Because, again, no one wants to sit and watch five pages of uh, you re- rehearsing this. This isn't tar. <laughs> <laughs> or the uh, or the Peter Jackson get back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, you know, I want to watch that. I want to watch the Beatles rehearse. <laughs> I mean, tar is great, too. You, you, you want to talk? Can we do a tar podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a different. That's uh, for the Patreon. Let's, let's do a podcast all about Lydia Tar. Let's do it. <laughs> I think my favorite was just, I mean, and again, it just comes down to which one of these musicians is your personal favorite and... For me, I'm a big Tegan and Sarah fan, so for me, it was the Tegan and Sarah issue. All, great Greg Smallwood cover, just like the Blondie one, uh, with Archie uh, leaning against a brick wall with some Tegan and Sarah posters, and that was fun. That was fun for me. I do have a question for you. Do you think everyone's instrument fits them as this, you know, this version of the Archies with Jughead on drums, Reggie on bass? <laughs> we got to talk about Reggie on bass some. Uh <laughs> Archo on guitar, Veronica on keyboards, and Betty on. Well, Betty, Betty sometimes Betty does just vocals. Sometimes she does guitar. Uh, She's versatile. Obviously, it was at the very, very beginning. It was just a tambourine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she she's very versatile. Um, no, I mean I, I think it works. I think uh, not in this per se, but some some ish series of um, of the Archies have had Kevin Keller on bass instead of Reggie. I think. Oh, okay. I think so. I think I like that a little bit more. Um, but you don't like Reggie on bass? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just I just like Kevin Keller. I just want to see more of him. But no, I, I think it, I think everybody fits. We talked about um, uh, our love for Jughead on drums, and I think I think Archie has to be guitar. What do you think? What about the others? Are there any any that you'd swap? Um. Yeah, again, yeah. No, I think it's it's all good fit. I want to see. I would be interested. The whole yeah, let's just jump into the Reggio and bass thing. I love that he's like trying to make a unique bass sound throughout the story, <laughs> where he's getting like bigger amps, different effects, different pedals. I think he hooks up like a megaphone to a speaker <laughs> at some point. I f- wonder what Reggie would be like on a keyboard. Oh <laughs> just let yeah, him go wild on a keyboard <laughs> solo, a synth. And I do th- I do like Veronica a lot on the synth or the keyboard. I think that's a really good fit. You know what I want to see? I want to see Dilton on some of those really nerdy synths that are like giant computers. <laughs> yeah. You know? uh, He's like sampling and... DJ Dilly. DJ... <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah. We called it first in here. Maybe he's on some turntables. Yeah. He, he just... Uh, he just makes soundscapes in his in his in his bedroom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he opens up for the Archies as uh, this noise band. You know, he's just got. Like <laughs> do, do you ever listen to um, public service broadcasting? Ever um, hear them? Nope. Uh, yeah, it's it's literally just like yeah, two guys with a computer. It's, it's anyway, it's great. It's, it's I imagine Dilton would be in that band for sure. <laughs> we do have to mention that uh, the Archies are opening up for Bingo Welkins Band mm-hmm. on this tour. And I want to know what their music sounds like. What do you think they sound like? Are they like an early 2000s indie kind of band? 
What do you think? Singer songwriter. Ooh, I feel like uh, maybe maybe a little little grungy. Yeah, a little grungy. A little grungy. Okay. Yeah. A little grit to their sound. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe not emo, but more more grunge. You know, Bingo's. He's, is he is he is he screaming? He's got a beautiful oh. melodical voice. Mm. I uh, I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say grunge with a little bit of screamo. <laughs> Okay, if anybody on the Archies uh, does some screamo, who would who would be the the resident screamer? Oh, okay, it's Jughead, and I'll tell you why. Do you know <laughs> Do you know the comedian uh, James Acaster? Never heard of him. So he's a British comedian, and he he played in bands. He played the drums, and he does some music on Taskmaster, a show I love so much. If you haven't seen it, check it out. But I really think he is a real life Jughead. <laughs> Uh, I want I want this theory to be out there in the world and see if anyone uh, agrees with me. If you do, please reach out to me. And so I think yeah, Jughead he's screaming. He's got like this like screamy art, you know, project. <laughs> I mean, he does get a lot of mouth exercises with like all the burgers he eats and mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it's... Towards the end of this series, we get a battle of the bands of the Archies versus Josie and the Pussycats. And I do have to mention, I love. At the beginning of the one shot, Archie is rocking a Josie and the Pussycats outfit, a shirt. And he also does a bite-sized Archie a lot. He's very supportive of Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, yeah. And I'm a big fan of that. But one, you know, one cameo we didn't mention is Speedy Ortiz. The singer from Speedy Ortiz shows up as a panel, a judge panelist. And Brandon, I mean, come on, going into this, you know the Archies can't beat <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats, right? <laughs> Oh, no, I don't think... I, canonically, nobody can beat Josie and the Pussycats. They're like, great. They have to be like the flagship Riverdale band, I think. So how do you feel like this, you know, we the journey of the story? Do you, I love getting to see them all together on an adventure, which I feel like we haven't read that in a little bit because we've been focusing in on specific characters. So I love getting to see the main group all hang out together. Yeah, I completely agree. And, and you know, to sound boring or sappy or whatever, like... I love Archie stories where at the end it's all about just them learning to be better friends and yeah. and love each other, you know? It's like at the end of the day, like crazy, you know, successful weird stuff happens throughout this series, but it's really just about them having fun playing together by the end and I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't know if they necessarily appreciate how close they were to all these celebrities. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> when you're in a, yeah, I've I've been in a, a struggling rock band and uh I've met uh really no one famous <laughs> in my bands. <laughs> you didn't you didn't get a record produced by Blondie? No, I did not. I did not. Uh <laughs> Another little thing I loved in this series was in the final issue when they're playing an open mic night. I just love that the poster on the wall just says open mic is every night, I guess. and it's like scribbled on yeah i do think it's something very aggressive uh when you're like i just want to go to get a drink at a bar and you're like surprised by a music open night or a stand-up open night (laughs) you're like oh i guess i'm part of an event i didn't know i signed up for okay here's a a question for you because you're you're very plugged into both the comedy scene and the music scene i feel like okay we can say that let's say that you are enjoying a cheeseburger with jughead at a bar or whatever and it just happens to be open mic night. And whoever's on stage is terrible. Yes. Would you rather listen to terrible open mic comedy or terrible open mic music? Uh, I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, 
<laughs> Which is worse, bad um, jokes you or know, bad know, I'd rather uh, I might rather listen to uh, the bad comedy because usually there's a stricter time limit. <laughs> good point. Good point. There's gonna be someone new really soon. Where some songs can be kind of long. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that Especially Dilton's soundscapes, which can last, I've heard, up to 25 minutes. <laughs> I, yeah, I really, I need to hear this. I need to hear <laughs> his, his noise, his noise project. Well, here comes Pop with his check. And he's, you know, he looks like he's rocking a mohawk today. <laughs> he's getting in touch with his inner rocker. They didn't ask him to join the Archies. Oh, well, if he joined, what would he play? If Pop was going to play an instrument, I think he would play like a really unique rock band instrument. Or, or you know what? Here, here's what it is. He would play the guitar. He'd be like the fourth guitarist in bands that trios act like they don't have. Like, for example, Green Day or, Nir- <laughs> or Nirvana, where it's like they definitely have a fourth member, but they're never. <laughs> He's like the Pat Schmier of the, the Archies. Oh, Pat Schmier. I, uh, I was going to say, you mentioned guitar. I was going to say specifically, I feel like Pop would be a mean steel guitar player. Oh, I want to, yeah. I he, just, hear it. he just like rocks, he just comes with this big briefcase and he opens it up and he's like, it's just a steel guitar there. And he just, he shows up right on time for the gig. He plays and then he leaves right after yep, it's done. Yep. He's always polite to everybody. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm going to count that as our wrap up question and uh, say that if you enjoyed our chat today, our book club episode today, then please leave a rating or a review wherever you happen to listen to us. And you can follow Archie and me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yeah, and we're really excited to get into some more music-themed books this month. We got some fun surprises for y'all. And later this month, we'll be talking about Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, super excited about that one. Can't wait. Thanks for listening. Bye. I'm no Betty or Veronica, not even Jughead.